He's the number one hits leader in Mississippi State baseball history. Now, he's better known in Pontotoc County as a guy running the Farm Bureau office, Jeffrey Ray. Jeffrey, what's up? Uh, doing well, Matt. How are you doing? Um, for you, um, and, and this is kind of what everybody's talking about, uh, outside of state baseball, you know, they got a great record and they're playing well. They've won a few series, got LSU coming in. It's still early. We know that. You know, there's a lot of work left to do. But the, the other storyline running alongside everything is Jake Mangum's chase uh, for the hits lead, not only at state, but maybe in the SEC. He's even got his, his, his chase even has its own Twitter account, which is much different than when you played. I don't know if we had Twitter then, huh? Um, I'm not sure about barely. Twitter, maybe <laughs> barely, but I think Facebook may have come along when I was a sophomore. It was still ground-level stuff, so... Uh, not very involved with social media uh, during during my tenure there, but um, it's, it is very neat to watch, and it's it's cool to have all these avenues to to see different people's uh, um, you know perspectives on, on on players and and players' perspectives as well. It's neat to you know kind of uh, you can see what a guy's was what he's thinking. You know, he puts it into words for you after a game or how he's feeling. So it's a uh, yeah much different time than 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 when I was there for sure. What's your perspective on all of it? Being, you know, someone who right now you sit in that number one spot, you know, lead the school, which is one of the baseball schools in the country and hits. And to see someone now who's coming along and trying to track that down with a chance to do it. How do you see it? How do you watch the games? How do you consume it? How does all that kind of hit you when you watch him play? Uh how it hits me is is when I when I do go back to see a game and hope to get to see the the LSU series this year. I have not been to the new stadium yet, so looking forward to that. But it's just weird to look and think that that I was uh, looked at like Jake. You know, uh, it, it's crazy to think that I was on that field and there's a rocket hit to second base and I actually caught it and threw the guy out. You know, from where I am at my life now, I, I don't I don't I'm not sure if I could catch a baseball, much less throw it to first. But uh, it, it's a uh, it's very humbling, I think, when I go back and, and see, you know, a guy that's, uh, you know, he's a Mississippi guy, um, knows some, uh, have some mutual friends, a uh, guy that uh, that I'm close to, and uh, Brent Hevner, uh, coached him at uh, prep. So uh, it's it's very neat. Uh, you know, Jake, I think we were a lot alike uh, as far as how we played the game. Um, always said, uh, you know, it's going to take a guy that plays every day, that, that – that plays hard, that's healthy, that's going to have those hits that, you know, people with speed are, are going to going to get a little easier than someone that, you know, that's a power guy. Uh, you know, Richard Lee was a power guy, and that, to me, going back watching films and stuff on him was so impressive because he may have had as many doubles as he did hits. It was uh, – he was a very, very good power guy. could hit – had power to all, all sides of the field, but uh, – you know, it's cool to watch Jake. It's it's cool to be in in that talk. And uh, you know, if if my record's going to get beat, I obviously want him to go all the way and beat Eddie Furnace as well. Sure, Jeffrey Ray on your radio right now. Um, what is it when you watch him? You kind of break down. You said you know, obviously very similar, uh, a lot of singles, and but that slugging percentage for him this year is up a little bit. When you watch him play, you watch how he approaches it from both sides. And you were a left-handed hitter. Mm-hmm. He a switch. What makes him so good? Uh, I think that I've watched him throughout his career, and I think he's adapted. You know, uh, if if there was any weakness, weakness, it was very, very minute. And I thought, you know, watching him 
go to a full switch hitter from the right side, I think he's gotten a lot better. Uh, I saw him turn on the ball this past weekend against Auburn and kept it fair. It was inside black on the plate and kept it fair, you know, down the left field line. And, you know, two or three years ago, I don't know if he does that. So he's adjusted. And here's the deal. He does not want to walk. He does not want to walk. Uh, one one difference in he and I was I wanted to see pitches. I was more comfortable getting deep in accounts where, you know, his rhythm and his timing, he, he's comfortable swinging at the first pitch or the first one that's, you know, over the plate. So, um, you know, he, he's – how do you pitch him? You know, when I'm when I'm looking at him and I'm – you know, Coach Butch Thompson is in the dugout, I'm, I'm trying to, to play and, and think, oh, how am I going to pitch this guy? Especially, I, you know, his – He's batting over 500 with runners in scoring position. He's not – those are guys that aren't getting fastballs. They're getting breaking balls in the dirt. You know, they're trying to nibble, nibble. They're not throwing fastballs when there's runners on base. So that you know, it says a lot for him to be a leadoff guy. He's going to get a lot of fastballs, you know, early in the game. But late in the game when you get runners in scoring position, you're going to get a lot of breaking balls, and he hits both. So uh, weaknesses at this point, I don't think there's any. <laughs> Well, and, you know, there are situations where you wonder, okay, why are they pitching to him? You know, there was actually one of those in one of those Auburn ball games. I can't remember exactly which one where you had first base open. I'm thinking, I don't know. You'd take your chances with somebody else. But Westberg's hitting behind him and just was SEC player of the week. Auburn's smarter than me because they knew this kid's on fire. Yeah. And you look at a nine hole in front of him, Halter, who's a first-year second baseman, it's all, it's like no coincidence that those two around him are really hot, and so Jake has seen his average go from three ninety five up four hundred plus. Yeah, you know that's the thing too is is when you're when you're in a lineup that you can't tell if you're in the three hole, if you're in the nine hole, or five hole. That's what these guys are. You can turn the TV on, and you may be in the eight hole, and, and the eight hole is just as strong as a four hole. Right. Um, so with all that, you know, all those great hitters around Jake they've got to throw to him, you know, because, okay, if we walk Jake, we got a guy that can drop a bomb right behind us uh, and even behind him and and, and, for, and foremost. So uh, when you've got a team that is is so uh, physically present at the plate, he's just going to see a lot of good pitches. And here's the thing, he's so fast, he's going to steal second, steal third. You better not walk him because you just walked a triple. <laughs> right. That's right. If you put him on base, and he drives the pitchers crazy in, in that as well, and you know, and that might make the difference in a pitch that's over the middle, over the heart of the plate to Westberg, and he hits it out, or versus a really good pitch. Jeffrey Ray on the radio right now. So uh, I, don't, I don't even remember what's. Do you remember the number, the hits total number? I don't remember it off the top of my head. Uh, three thirty-five. Okay, it stayed, and I think it's three fifty. Right. With Eddie Furness at LSU. Okay, so yours is 335. It's 335, yeah. Um, and, and there's obviously Jake, you know, trying to chase that down. Um, as he, you know, begins to get, you know, we're about to see a Friday night LSU guy. You got George on the schedule who's pitching it like crazy. Um, you got some other really good teams. Going to miss Vandy, but there's a really, you know, it's a tough schedule. A&M. Mm-hmm. So from your experience looking back on it, in what is a senior year, which you went through also, and you start seeing all these Friday night guys, after, you know they get a bigger and bigger book on you. What is he going to face as he tries to reach your mark and to chase down Furnace? Uh, you know, scouting reports. Even even when I was there, I mean, I can remember 
uh, a guy's tendencies. Uh, I knew, you know, what he was what he was throwing, uh, what his velocity was, what his out pitch was. Um, but uh, what he's going to see is uh, what he's been seeing is they're going to try to beat him a certain way. You know, mm-hmm. this team's going to try to beat him a certain way. He's going to show them that. Uh, you can't beat me this way. And I mean, it's almost like if they haven't figured it out now, he's yeah. not going to figure it out. Yeah, it's it's he's such uh, he barrels up the ball so well. Um, you know, you try to nibble with him, and he, his plate coverage is is everywhere. It's mm-hmm. it's inside, it's outside, it's up, it's down. Um, you know, he uh, he's a free swinger. He's ready to hit. If he doesn't like it, he can also take, which is it was just tough. Uh, it was Coach Pope used to always say, "Good hitters can take." Um, and great hitters can can um, can obviously hit the one that uh, the pitcher uh, doesn't always want you to hit. So uh, he he can do all of that. Um, they're gonna, you know, like you say at this point, I don't I don't think they're gonna do anything different. Um, him being a senior, the umpire's zone is gonna be better for Jake. Um, I I I learned that. Um, as I uh, became a senior, and uh, I noticed that as a, from a freshman to a senior, it's like you earn that. You earn that with umpires around the league. They know who you are, know what you're trying to accomplish. And uh, the zone's going to be a little tighter for Jake. So uh, unless he's throwing, uh, unless somebody's throwing, uh, you know, a, a senior at LSU, Jake's going to get the benefit of the doubt, and he's going to get the better pitches. Yeah, it's um, it's really going to be fun to watch it. You know, down the stretch and going forward. To flip the switch just a bit, a lot of people listening uh, might have, uh, you know, young kids that are playing baseball or maybe they're high school age and they want to be better hitters. You're someone that they would look up to um, and, and, you know, certainly would look at that number and the career that you had. So what's your advice to them? What's your advice to a kid? And I know that, you know, they can get advice and they can get coaching. Mm-hmm. But for you from someone who's done it, what do you say to them if they want to be better hitters? What do they do? Uh, I think the biggest thing for me, um, I mean, there's a million things I could say, but, um, you know, take what the pitcher gives you. Uh, it, it, You know, the funnel, you know, just kept getting smaller and smaller as you go up from Little League to high school on to SEC baseball that, you know, these pitchers are, are, are very good and you've got the arm farms and all this other stuff that a lot of guys, uh, you know, they're going from throwing 85 to 90 miles an hour much quicker uh, than probably when I played, but you know I, the best advice I can give is is don't try to do too much. Um, just take what the pitcher will give you. You know if it's a fastball inside and uh, and that could be the best pitch of your bat, you know pull it. Uh, if if he's throwing you soft away, you know take it. You know, uh, but I think the biggest thing is you may only get one pitch in at bat that you can actually do something with and. Even in SEC, you may not get that one pitch that you want to hit. You know, if it's, hey, I want to pull the ball. Well, you may not get that pitch inside. So you better be good at, at, at sometimes hitting his pitch as well. And, you know, that would be the advice is take what the pitcher gives you. Uh, don't don't try to always do what you want to do. <laughs> yeah, sure. Last thing, uh, just kind of thought about it. Your impressions of JT Ginn and what you've seen from him so far. Uh Wow. Uh, yeah, he's got one goes one way and one goes the other. Uh, I was talking with a former teammate the other day. He was a pitcher, Chad Crosswhite. Uh, we were talking about how he's just really a two-pitch guy. And I said, Chad, have you ever seen anybody? He said, man, I don't know how he's doing it. You know, SEC's coming up. He's going to have a lot more tests. But, man, Auburn's a heck of a hitting team. And 
they didn't look so good against him. Uh, so it's very, very impressive. Uh, certainly glad to have him um, on campus. And when you say, okay, so he's got one that goes one way, one goes the other, he's a two-pitch guy. He's a two-pitch guy. You kind of break that down. We're talking fastball and mm-hmm. then a breaking ball mm-hmm. pretty much. Do you see variations of fastball, or is it just two-seam and it just moves all over the place? Uh, yeah, Some variation, but he's a guy that uh, – you know, a little bit goes a long way. Uh, you know, his if he too is he's if he's two seaming a ball, uh, it's a lot it's a lot more depth than a normal guy. So, you know, a lot of guys try to, you know, really make that two seam sink and stuff, but it's it's natural for him. You can see that it's this is the way it's coming out of his hand. And it's ninety four every now and then. Yes. Um, which is <laughs> if it's sinking in at ninety four that it's it's very, very hard to hit. But you know, I told Chad, I said, you know, he's a starter you know, closers, you would always see they were two-pitch guys. You know, Jonathan Papelbon was fastball, and then he threw a split. You know, two-pitch guys can get away with it for an inning. It's hard to see two-pitch guys go deep into a game, fifth, sixth, seventh inning, because you're coming back around, for, you know, for a guy that's got two at-bats, three at-bats, he's kind of seen both your pitches. What's your third pitch? But if it's not broke, don't fix it. Yeah. And it's not broke right now. Not at all. <laughs> Jeffrey, really appreciate some time. Good to catch up. And uh, we'll be watching it. And I look forward to seeing you at the new dude. You're going to be impressed. Um, I'm looking forward to it as well. i got a got a 15-month-old that I'm going to introduce to the new dude. So uh, I'm, we are looking forward to it, looking forward to uh, taking on LSU. Thank you. Thank you, Matt.